Hi, I'm Simon Bowes. Welcome to the Net Hero Podcast. I normally give you a preamble about many things uh, that's been going on, but frankly, apart from the Queen's speech, which is short on detail, but uh, big on ambition, some would say. You can read about that on Future Net Zero. It's all about today's podcast. It's been probably the most moving podcast I've done so far, and it's with two guys who are trying to continue net zero activities in the middle of the war zone that is Kyiv. So they're working in Ukraine on a device that helps to cut the carbon footprint of uh, fuel vehicles, uh, either gasoline, petrol as we call it, or diesel, but reducing the amount uh, of emissions they produce while continuing to obviously help the transition. What they're doing is frankly amazing in this circumstance. They're a business called Fuelwell, and it's a really powerful chat with Stanislav and Sergey. So uh, just have a listen to this. Well, this is a very interesting podcast this week, and I am uh, delighted to say that I'm joined by some people trying to keep net zero going in the middle of a war zone in Ukraine. There's a company out there called Fuelwell. The CEO is Sergei Dubinevich and uh, stands at works for them. And, and gentlemen, thank you so much, guys, uh, from all of us. I hope you're safe and your families are safe. If you could just, before we start talking about what you're doing, can you tell us what it's like right now? Because you, you're, you're in Kiev, I think, or just on the outskirts. Um, how is life now, sort of two months into the war? Sergey said, we are nice to meet you, Mr. Bowles. Thank you very much for your attitude, for support of our country and our people. Uh, during these two months, my, especially my life, uh, changed completely because I wasn't ready for such a situation. To the last, till the last moment, no one believed that Russia will attack us. But first time you see the sounds of explosions, it's very scary. But after a week or two, uh, people got used to these explosions. And every time we watch TV or reading news, we see how big heart of our president Vladimir Zelensky and how well our nation uh, amalgamated around the one idea that we are Ukrainians, no matter Jewish, Italian, Russian, no matter all Ukrainians, you know, we are one, one to protect our country. And for you, Stan, how about you personally? Uh, first two weeks, uh, I was very nervous because I didn't have any connection with my family. My nine years old daughter spent 10 days with no light, with no food, in about two kilometers from the battle, from the combat zone. And thanks God, she moved after 10 days, hungry, very thin, scared, but thanks God she left uh, that area. My dad lost his flat till the ground, nothing left. Oh, he also spent 10 days in Hastomel, but he managed to save his my little brother and his new wife and passed the border, came back to Kyiv. But every time, every call I heard from my phone, I was waiting for the bad news. I was nervous. 24-7, nervous, 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 scared. But then, you know, when you can't control the situation, you're sitting yeah. in the bomb shelter and no knows nothing. I can only say that we here, we, we are amazed at your 
strength as a nation, you know, your resilience and, and the fact that you're here wanting to talk about net zero is in- yeah. incredible, guys. So we, support, we send you all our support from the UK. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let's talk a little bit about where we are now. So your device, uh, Serhe, it, it, it basically, could you explain how it works? It's to try and cut the carbon footprint the way that vehicles uh, burn fuel rather than changing a, a diesel or, or, or a petrol car into an electric car. You're trying to reduce the amount of emissions. Is that correct? Uh, fuel Earth is a digital device for internal combusting engine that reduces CO2 and other harmful emissions. Uh, due to catalytic process, the fuel burns much better than in regular engines. So uh, that's make uh, we can obtain much a uh, huge reduction of harmful emissions due to catalytic process and full burning on the fuel. Moreover, we can save some uh, amount of the fuel using our device. Uh, overall, solution dedicated to, the hel- uh, to help drivers and responsible businesses across the world in achieving ecological sustainability by increasing current vehicle fleet's effectiveness. And also, we are safe fuel using our device. How does it work? Is it something you add to the fuel mix or is it an attachment you stick on the car? Inside, inside the, our device, uh, there are materials which you uh, during the cracking of the oil, and these materials making the reaction much faster than in usual. This is this is not any; it's just the device in uh, extra technology, not related with any additions to the fuel. It's just the engineering and just an extra device to the engine, which can be installed to the different kinds of engines. Is it a device you put onto the engine of a car? Is that what it is? Like a small uh, bit of, like a carburetor or some sort of radiator thing? Is it like something you actually attach to the car? Or is it something you put the fuel in first and then you put the fuel in the car? No, just attached to the car. We install it into the, the engine. Nothing, uh, we're adding nothing to the fuel. Just attached to the car. How difficult is that job to fit it into the car? It takes about one hour to completely install this uh, our device from 40 to 60 minutes. Can a can a car mechanic do this, or do you need someone technical from your company to oh, install it? No, no. After first uh, presentation, uh, just regular guy which loves his car can uh, do it by himself. We recommend to use a special place to install our device, but it's very easy. Even if you love your car, you can do it by yourself. <laughs> it's not it's not more complicated than change the fuel filter, you know, in the yeah. yeah, yeah, it's very easy. But we, we recommend to use special place and special guide. But it's very easy. How did you come up with this device? Did you uh, have you got a background in engineering or or did you work with a university? How did you how did you create this 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 uh, fuel well device? First education uh, of Sergei, he's an engineer. The second is the finance. But several years ago, he met guy which had the um, uh, patent for the technology. But it all was given on the paper. Nothing made, nothing seen, just on the paper. And Sergei was very fond about this device. 
and he decided to proceed cooperation with that guy. Soon after the beating, several a uh, couple of years after, Sergei, uh, with the help of the team, made the first device. Is it being used right now, or is it still kind of in production? Of course, of course, all the cars uh, of our team are, uh, are using the fuel device. How much are you saving in terms of emissions then? Can you put a figure on it, like two tons a year? Sergei says that the economy of the fuel during the last year was about 30, uh, 20%. Very sufficient sum of the fuel, and moreover, despite of saving fuel, we got the proof from the Poland Transport Institute, which showed that the reduction of the CO2 and other harmful emissions is up to 15 percent. But we have to notice that all the car, all the car, producing much more harmful emissions than the new one. So we got the proof from the Polish Institute, and if we say just using the Sergei's car on my car, the economy of the fuel about 20 percent. 20 percent is is a big saving. That's that's a lot. Uh, we wanted to add that uh, 20 percent that Sergei uh, said we never use in the presentation more than 10 percent because we're trying to be very careful with the uh, numbers. But yeah, yeah, you, you understand. So we say, but we got the test fields pilot project, uh, which showed that the economy could be up to 20 and even a little bit more percent. Where do you see this being used? Is this a, a device you think for fleet managers, people who have many, many vehicles that they could try and install this uh, and reduce the energy consumption of their of their fleet? Uh, the case is uh, every time, every day I'm reading news, I see that the, some of the companies are developing new EVs, electrical vehicles. But we see that in some sectors of the economy, the problem cannot be solved with the electric vehicles. For example, uh, huge transport or freight or planes. Yeah. So I guess, and Sergey will agree with me, that the full transition to the whole electric vehicles will take decades, I guess, yeah, to transition sure. to the full EV vehicles. So that's why we're trying to suggest market some device which can sufficiently reduce the harmful emissions pollution to the air and more we're thinking about the ecology the huge problem is that um, we see the climate change matters now we suffer the circumstances during the winter which is very warm on the summer when the summer is very cold we see it and feel it with our skins but who this device is to we as a showing in that like uh, we made a few well device for social responsible businesses across the world uh, and people who are thinking about the ecological sustainability and who wants to increase current vehicle fleet's effectiveness. Sustainability, economy and ecology, three parts of our motto. I'm amazed, as I said, that you're doing this. Before the war happened, what was the kind of feeling in Ukraine? Because here we've been looking at net zero for, for at least two years solidly uh, it, as a country before the war was was there a movement towards more sustainability net zero cutting emissions what what, what sort of um place was it uh, the case is uh, working in ukraine with our device with our technology we every time came across with the huge prejudice to our development 
because every time we say that our device can save fuel, can reduce the harmful emissions from the cars, people don't believe us. And every time we had to prove, prove, showing the protocols, showing the test results, field tests, laboratory proofs, but still total prejudice. That's why we decided to move straight to the Europe and uh, another country. It's very hard. Saying true, Ukraine, it's not the country where people thinking about the ecology, first of all. I think in, in all of years the situation will change, but total prejudice. That's what, uh, that's what we were feeling working in Ukraine trying to make business here. Yeah, so the public are not that, they don't care at present, businesses and the public about, you know, cutting, obviously before the war, but they didn't care about cutting emissions. It was just improve the economy, get on with life. I can't say for, for the, all the people. There are a lot no, of no, people sure. who care, who, who cares, cares about the environment and the ecology. But every time we speak about the economy of the fuel, in this case, we come across the total prejudice. But there are a lot of Ukrainians and things about the environment, and they want our children live in a greener, uh, cleaner atmosphere country. Where is um, fuel well now? Are you have you are you trying to manufacture even during the war? Have you got a factory? What are you trying to do in terms of getting your product out? Uh, at the moment, we got the TRL7 stage, so we, we have fully worked prototype. And the model range of our device consists of seven devices for diesel and gasoline engines. So now we're on the stage of trying to attract some investment from the people. Going to, uh, we're going to the crowdfunding platform, like a Kickstarter in months or something. We never stopped because we always believed in what we were doing and still believe. Now we got TRL7, fully working prototype. Uh, before war started, we had about 12 or 15 pilot projects with the hugest agricultural transport trading companies in Ukraine. And our device was successfully tested in all transport sectors. We well know automobile brands such as Scania, Mercedes, Volvo, John Deere, JCB, Mann, and many other cars. And ecological effectiveness of technology also officially proven by Motor Transport Institute, as I said before, Warsaw. We got the official protocols. It all can be reached on our side. For normal setting of the device, we need complete some certification because the product is new. No one knows how to get the certificate official. So that's why we are trying to attract investments to make the uh, certification happen. Understood. So right now, how are you coping with the war? Because obviously, I, I, as I said at the beginning, I'm amazed at your strength, that you're continuing to run a business. Uh, but I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? That life has to continue. Are you managing to find anyone willing to still talk about fuel well? Have you managed to get any funding? How, how is it going? Yeah, we're not going to stop as long as, no, no matter hell or high water, as I heard this expression, we're not going to stop. Of course, life have to go, has to go on. As long as we see the economy need to be, need to grow. And some people going to protect our country with his hands, with the armor, we are going to protect and help our country with our brains and also hands. We are, we are not going to stop talking about the fuel well. And by the way, a couple of days ago, we opened the office in Delaware, United States. Wow. But we 
Yeah, 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 yeah. But Sergey and me and the rest of the team guys are staying in Ukraine. No matter what, we are originally born in Ukraine. No matter we relocate to the Delaware, United States, but we still stay in Kyiv. If it needed, we if, if it needed, we, we would go to the United States, but our family is safe, they are abroad, thanks God, but we are staying in Ukraine and going to do uh, anything we have to do just to support our country, to help our country, to feel people of my friends, my brothers, sisters next to me. So we're doing what we have to do. Oh, amazing, guys. Um, right, so let's see if we can get some help for you. So if people want to try and find out about Fuel Well, is there a, a website or a platform they can go to? And obviously, you're looking for investors. We're happy to pass your details on. But is there somewhere that people can go and find out any more information about Fuel Well? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, we got the social networks, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. We got the website called fuelwell.com where you can find the complete information about the device, all the proofs, all the photographs, all the uh, laboratory tests, and all the pilot projects with the well-known brands and companies. All the information yeah, yeah, can be found on, on our website. Yeah, we were just regular people. Even someone wanted to speak about our device of technology, he or she's supposed to feel free to talk to Sergey or me because we're just regular guys. We are, we're always open. We work 24-7, but then we're always open to tell about our job and our project. Can I ask Sergey a question? I mean, you, you've, you're, you're running a company in the middle of a war. Why do you carry on? Because I would personally probably run away. I would want to make my family safe and just think, I, I just want to stay safe and get away from this. Why are you still there? Why are you still trying to build your business in the middle of all these bombs? A brilliant question, Sergey. It's very, at the same time, easy and very complicated questions. Every time uh, we think about why we're still here, there are a lot of why appears. The question why. And Sergey says, even if I moved somewhere, or if I pass the border and leave the country, would I feel safe or normally? He doesn't think so, so does I. Because country is, you know, motherland is in heart. And first, fear is a normal reaction, as for me. But you need to take, I need to take a huge breath, wait for about one minute, and then I'm trying to solve the situation. So we're not going to leave this country. It's very hard, it's very complicated. We don't know our future, but we're working one day at a time. Uh, I'm, I'm amazed at, at your strength. W what about you, Stan? Wh why why you, you work with Sergey? Why are you continuing? Because I think if I was an employee, I'd probably say, yeah, see, yeah. see you later, boss. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. When I first met Sergey, we liked each other from the, you know, like a work club from the first time. I'm just kidding. And uh, I found, I find him like a, like-minded human so we are working on saturdays on weekends we are always discussing and the first boss of mine which i can call my friend and doesn't matter we know each other less than one year but i see the bright in his eyes when he talks about his development technology uh, by the way sergey he's also seo another project it's called maxa it's the world's most powerful based uh, graphene-based batteries. 
the parallel project of Sergey. He's also founder and a co-founder and CEO. So when he talk about the engineering or project, I, he's like gives me this infection in good meaning of this word. I believe in his words and I see the enthusiasm. And that enthusiasm is making me move forward. Just I like when he speaks. Uh, he's very clever. He's very interesting. And we are like-minded uh, like because we always speak about the project. We love our families. We are trying to stay home. We are meeting with our children, our wives, our friends. But when I wish every Ukrainian would love his work as much as Sergei does. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. And, and that was going to be my last question. You know, okay. you're, you're very brave, both of you, for doing this. But don't your families want you to just come and, and stay with them? You know, is this something that you feel you, you're doing, you know, because yeah, you feel it. you have to? His family not too far from Kiev. And we're about the same age. I'm 41 year old. Uh, Sergei is about 40. And... I don't feel comfortable thinking about that guys about 18 years, 20 years protecting the country, dying for the motherland. Uh, and I, how can I leave this place, this city, this can No, I can't, can't afford it. Yes, I'm scared sometimes. Yes, I feel fear. But after that, I feel that I have to go on. I have to do anything just to feel not feeling useless. I just want to be with my people, no matter how with the gun or with the brain. See, so we can't leave. We, of course, we love our families, but we also love our country. And we have to do as much as we have to for motherland. Gentlemen, I can, I can only say that, you know, this has been the most powerful podcast I've done in our series. Uh, Sergei Dubinovich, uh, Stanislav Zet, stay mm -hmm. safe, guys. All, all the best from all of us at uh, Future Net Zero. We really wish you well. And we hope that this war ends as soon as possible and your businesses do, do brilliant. But stay in touch. We, we, we're here to hear from net zero voices from around the world. And I think what you've done is, is an extraordinary thing. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you, Mr. Both, for your time. And thank you for your support. Thank you for warm words. And it, it was very nice to meet you. Of course, we, we are going to stay in touch. Thank you to the, all the guys, to the, all the team of the Net Zero. Uh, I appreciate you found time to speak to us. And thank no, you very much. We no, all our pleasure. Yeah, no, our, our pleasure. Fuel well, check them out. Uh, give them support you can. It's really important. And, you know, I think what they're doing is just frankly short of miraculous. But it shows you, you have to continue. And even in that hellhole that is Ukraine now, there are businesses trying to continue to do something that's better for the environment regarding net zero. So I simply applaud them. Uh, check them out on social media and give them all your support. Uh, before I go, the Big Zero Show is almost full. We've got pretty much all of our content. So go to bigzeroshow.com and start looking at what you'd like to see. Uh, we'll be producing a series of webinars in a couple of weeks time, which will just promo it and give you some more idea of what's going on. So thank you very much for all of you who've signed up and registered and uh, make sure you start to have a look at the content which is up there. Uh, we've got plenty more coming up uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, so keep tuning in and thank you so much for subscribing. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this future Net Zero podcast. Please follow us on social media and subscribe to the website at www.futurenetzero.com. Future Net Zero. Better business.
better planet.